Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heavens. On Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. Carl is not here today, so it is uh, Thomas and Bell. It's our boy Chris Thomas. Turtle is filling in for Carl or behind the glass. And you are probably stuck in a car in traffic right now. Hope you're having a good day. I'd like to start the 5 o'clock hour with a big hearty. Oren, get in on this. <gasps> hey, hey, man. Yeah, it's been a good show today. A lot of fun. Uh, Steve Coonan just on. A lot of guys are getting a kick out of Steve's uh, Rare skip, form. <laughs> skip Carrier reference there. Something Skip would have said, too, by the way. And uh, we'll continue the conversation about some breaking news today in the world of college football. Tennessee getting some good news in their lawsuit with the NC2A, or an injunction, I should say, about uh, stopping NIL. And that just uh, broke last hour. So that's coming up as our strong-arm story. Right now, let's talk some Falcons. A couple of things. Yesterday and all week, basically, my partner, my compadre, Carl, has been banging the drum for Justin Fields. You know, bring Fields home. Now, Carl maintains... That he doesn't have any inside information, but like he's got more juice. I don't. Nobody talks to me. I don't. I don't get friendly with anybody because that way I don't have to be like you know mean later on when I'm gonna fire somebody. But anyway, but Carl does have more relationships in the NFL than I do. But he's been talking about you know Fields and the idea that you know you get Fields in here, Zach Robinson tweaks it, and all of a sudden a guy who's been com- com- incredibly inconsistent and turns the ball over is going to stop doing that. And if he does it really well, then you pay him $250 million the next year. That's a bit hard for me to wrap my head around. I want to draft our next Falcon quarterback. We're going to play some audio from Steve Weish and our buddy uh, James Palmer coming up in just a sec. But I want to see if we can find a way, Turtle, to get up to number three or whatever you think it is, two. I know to get up to one, we've got to swap picks and give up two first-rounders and two second-rounders, and that's just a big ask. And that seems to be the valuation system right now in the NFL, what we'd have to give up. Yeah, heavy wears the crown, right? If you want to be the king, that makes that move. But the good news is, is I think – Throughout the course of the program here, Mike, we've sort of been able to talk ourselves into one of the big three, so to speak, in the New England Patriots, mm. maybe having an eye on a wide receiver. Because Marvin Harrison Jr. would be the best receiver they've had since Randy Moss. And if you can get a new offensive coordinator in there that puts behind all the crap of the last couple of years with Joe Judge and his submarine and Matt Patricia and that whole mess there, maybe there's still a chance, a glimmer of hope for Mac Jones there in New England. So if you give him a weapon like Marvin Harrison Jr., that opens up a sea of possibilities for the Falcons to come in and try to get a guy like Jaden Daniels. 
I don't know if I'd pay that price that you just laid out, right. but maybe something close to it. Yeah, I mean, if you feel that the Patriots, uh, and by the way, we did the numbers earlier. Look at the numbers. Salary cap is pretty amazing. What the uh, the big players, it, rare is it that you're at the top of the draft? Well, sometimes, well, the, actually, check that. The Jets are always there. Tons of cap space and a top pick because they've sucked for so long. Sure but it, this year, it's the Commanders, and, and these valuations do fluctuate with roster moves, but right now, Commanders at $87 million. They're picking second. They're supposed to be linked to Drake May. Uh, the Patriots are picking third. They've got eighty-two point nine million in cap space. So, if uh, you know, I, I would imagine Belichick, or should, no, he's gone. I should say, but Robert Kraft and his son, and now Gerard Mayo, want to get competitive. If you want to go get a Kirk Cousins, or I don't know if they have any interest in a, in a Russell Wilson or Baker Mayfield. By the way, I, I still can't see the Bucks letting Baker Mayfield go either. I mean, what's their alternative, right? Because right. they're not they're drafting what right around the same place that the Falcons right. are because they only had one or two more wins. So are they going to be able? Maybe they like a Michael Penix Jr. Maybe mm. they like JJ McCarthy. But for me right now, Mike with Baker Mayfield had like twenty eight touchdowns last year. He was right. really good. So I don't know why they wouldn't bring him back. I think you're right, guys. I want Jaden Daniels because I spoke with uh, Bobby A. Bear's son T. Bob today, who does radio in Baton Rouge. He's seen the last two years for this guy. More accurate, getting better after and the, the film study. And I asked him, I said, is he a good kid? Is his head screwed on straight? He said, he's a great kid. So all the things I want in my quarterback that hope is going to be here for 12, 15 years, we get it right, and then we don't go down the road of other franchises like the Dolphins who went like 20 years in the wilderness after Marino. I don't want that to be the situation here with Matt. And the, the, the positive about, you know, Fields is you're going to put fannies in the seats, and I get that, but it's hard to get your head around. I know Carl has said it's a money thing. Well, no, no, they just don't want to pay the money. If you draft a guy 11 and you're moving on from him after three years, he's a bust. Yes. If that was us looking at any other franchise, if he didn't go to high school up in Kennesaw, we'd say that guy didn't work. And now you're going to fix him, and he plays good for you for one year, then you're going to have to pay the going rate, which is a quarter of a billion dollars. Can I, I just it's, it's harder and harder. That's why today on social media, Chris, guys like, well, Mike, you keep waffling. I'm like, no, I, then I'll be definitive. No. I say no to field. No. Right. So, And the other thing, too, is – the secret that's not being said out loud. Guys, Fanny's in the Seats has been this gigantic cliche that's been thrown around for months associated with Justin Fields. Mike, only if they win, you know? Right. If it's more of the same from the last couple of years. I don't care if Tom Brady's playing quarterback. Nobody's going to go to Mercedes-Benz Stadium to continue to watch a losing product. So you're banking on a first-year OC being able to tap into secret sauce for a guy that hasn't shown that he's been able to do it consistently. For me, for where this Falcons team is right now, a team that has a chance to win a division and make a playoff, that's a humongous gamble. Right. I'm with you. So you've got the other options. The salary cap, if you missed it earlier, made the uh, announcement today the NFL did. It's, what, $30 million going up. Two fifty. So it's the, it's the, since the cap was instituted in 94, it's the most cap space ever. Now, because COVID was such a obviously terrible year for attendance, you know, other than like, sitting, remember that nonsense of sitting like five rows away. Take off your mask to drink. The, now we realize all that was complete BS. But anyway, I digress. There was not as much money, and it just happened to coincide with the Matt Ryan and Julio contracts, and the, you know, the, so the chickens coming home to roost. So we were totally screwed with the cap this year. And we're projected right as we said about forty-two, anywhere thirty-eight to forty-two million now, according yep. to the websites that do this. Falcons can maybe address edge rush. Maybe you take a flyer on one of the corners you and I were talking about yesterday with Carl. And uh, you can still go get your quarterback. There's a lot of options. I would trade Pitts. Guys asked this earlier. Who'd you trade? I would not trade Bijan, but I would trade Kyle Pitts if it helps me get up to the top three. Yeah, it would be a tough bullet to bite. But at the same time, you have a guy like Jonu Smith who's there. And also, by the way, Kyle Pitts is going to need to get paid too. Right. And has he shown you enough? 
that he's worth a four-year extension for right. $80 million? I mean, what is he going to command? Guys, ability and availability, we say it all the time. And I, I know that you get your I'm – like, I'm not trying to – I'm not getting a name calling. There are fanboys out there, but I'm sorry. I just – I can't tell no, – nothing's going to lock me in that I say that's, that's – oh, I can't move him off the roster. It helps me get my franchise quarterback. If you get it right, we all know drafting is a crapshoot, but so is Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a crapshoot. Now, who's not a crapshoot? I think Russell Wilson's the safest bet, but nobody likes him because he's Urkel, right? Because apparently he's a cornball brother that none of the guys he played with in Seattle or Denver seem to respect or like. But the guy did it last time I checked, should have won two Super Bowls. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know where, where that pushback is from, but it just seems like I mentioned, I literally mentioned Russell Wilson sometimes. The guy's like, ha, 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 no way. Well, I got to get to for freaking 28 touchdowns last year where the coach had hated his guts and even played the last two exactly. games. Exactly. Would you rather have had last year Desmond Ritter or Russell Wilson? Right. Uh, that answer and argument would be closed, Mike right. Bell. Because but, I mean, Kirk Cousins, and the risk on Kirk Cousins is, what, 35 to be 36, yeah. coming yep. off the Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. But real quick, talk about the money. The Saints made some moves today with Derek Carr's contract. Yeah, so they're going to save $23 million on the cap by restructuring his deal into a signing bonus. And that's something that the Falcons could explore. Guys, the Saints, albeit they're in cap hell this year, they've been able to finagle the cap with the best of them the past couple of years to make everything work. They would go in around this time of the year and be millions and millions and millions of dollars over the cap. And somehow by the end of it, everything would work out just fine. They're paying the piper for it now, but here's the kicker, Mike Bell. The Kirk Cousins deal would only be a two-plus-one. So you're right. only on the books for two years, and you sneak in, like I said earlier in the show, a little team option that you could then extend that money out to in the third year. You're cooking with gas. Now, the other question is, what do we have in trade? If we're going to trade up for some of the guys you want, if you want to trade up for a draft pick, we found out today, at least there's reports, out of Jacksonville. Jaguars are not going to extend Calvin Ridley. They're not going to give a new contract to Calvin Ridley. The reason that matters to the Falcons, guys, we would have gotten a compensatory pick had he gotten more traction in Jacksonville. Eight touchdowns, but more drops in big moments for him down there. Yeah, he was inconsistent. He still was pretty good. He wasn't like Justin Jefferson level good where he's that stud number one, no doubt. And that's why Jacksonville is having a tough time deciding if they want to bring him back or not. Like you said, all reports now are pointing Mm -hmm. to he's not going to be back. But here's the thing. That extra second round pick would have been your cushion if you really wanted a Justin Fields. It takes the sting out of having to give away that high of a pick. Now... You might have to leverage the extra third-round pick to pay a second and a third to get Fields. Mm-hmm. So not only is Fields a giant gamble, as you said, you also have to pay to get him. He doesn't just come to the Falcons. You have to trade away valuable assets to get him. Right. Guys, there's a number of quarterbacks that you know came out in that draft. I mean, I said to Chris earlier, if, uh, if the Jaguars offered Trevor Lawrence, I'm not sure I'd be able to pull the trigger on that one based on how he took a big step back last year. And just a, a little bit of – now, I give him a pass on the first year because Urban Meyer, that was an unmitigated disaster. But, yeah, I mean, sunshine from Cartersville isn't all that's cracked up. I mentioned that yesterday to Carl. Nobody even knows what Trey Lance is. No one knows. I mean, the, I don't even know what the Cowboys know what they've got with Trey Lance right Has he now. thrown a pass? I don't right. think he has. You know, Jordan Love's got a con- – they've got a contract decision to make up about Jordan Love up in Green Bay with the extension now. He really, really came into form at the end of the season. They that's You know what's amazing? You juxtapose what the Falcons are going through right now, trying to find their next quarterback – the if if Jordan Love is the guy who he was this year, the Green Bay Packers are going to go 30 straight years without having a quarterback problem. How about that? Right. 
which is my absolutely mind-blowing. And one other nugget for the Falcons, uh, we may go for a big splash. Now, if you've got this extra loot, I don't know where they feel about Danielle. Danielle Hunter from the Vikings, man, boy, would he look good in a Falcon uniform. And then maybe you, imagine if you could find a way to, you know, and then maybe you find a, another piece. The uh, Dolphins are releasing a guy who's hitting, he's hitting, uh, what, he's 30 right now, and that's Emmanuel Ogba. Yeah. Now, similar to what we did last year with Bud Dupree and Calais Campbell, imagine if you get, if he's got anything left in the tank, that's a guy that's had some good production in some previous years. I would there. love to see him in a Falcons uniform. Again, he's a versatile guy that can get you sacks, get home to the quarterback, just be another. The way you got to look at a defensive line rotation is almost like your bullpen in baseball. You mm-hmm. got to have guys that can come in and eat innings. He's a guy that could come in in the second, third quarter of a game with fresh legs and just go bull rush the quarterback. That's a guy I'd like to see. Also, Mike, by the way, this just coming down, the Dolphins are also saying goodbye to their Pro Bowl corner, Xavier Howard. Oh. So he's another guy out there that could be a big fish. And who did we mention earlier for the Chiefs? Uh, oh, uh, Jerry Sneed. Yeah, we talked about that with uh, Brian McFadden. You'll hear our conversation with BMAC at about 6.20 next hour here. Now, we mentioned this for guys who hadn't heard it. Steve Weish and our buddy uh, James Palmer on NFL Network, they were talking about uh, their conversation with Terry Fontenot. So I know that Carl has been banging the drum for Ridley, but here's the argument from the guys at NFL Network saying they think we're going to find our quarterback in the draft. Mentioning the Falcons coming up, I think, is a very, very poignant message. I, I think that is a team that maybe doesn't really look to go the veteran route. I know some people have tied Justin Fields. We'll go to him in a second. Yeah, but it just gets the sense. We had Terry Fontenot on this show, Steve. Didn't he just sound like we, we, we value draft picks. We value, though, building through the draft in a young quarterback Correct. coming in, even if we have to move up for him, looks to be more something the Falcons would do. Remember, they have established – you could say roster, Steve, on both sides of the ball. Yes. To where they could think they could give up a future first round pick to move up from eight. They have plenty of salary cap space. They could make that jump. I think that's one team you really have to keep an eye on moving up as well as the Giants sitting at six because they don't have to go up as far. So there you go. I know that uh, we're going to explore and we're going to continue to talk about all the options. We've covered Kirk Cousins and we talked about Russell Wilson. We just had a, 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 a who's on? We had uh, Patrick, who's on? From Patrick Sh- Finley. Patrick Finley from the Chicago Sun-Times. Thanks. Giving us his take on uh, what he thinks about Justin Fields. We'll continue to do deep dives. Talked to mention of T-Bob today. He's all about Jane Daniels. Whoever gets him is going to get a guy ready to go. But uh, sounds like a lot of folks and Jan- Jeremiah also hearing that we are going to pick our quarterback in the draft. He thinks it's J.J. McCarthy. Which I know a lot of guys whoa. going, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want that. You mean the that. guy that didn't throw a pass for an entire second half of a game? Man. That guy? Everybody's looking for what their version of Josh Allen or this and that. I just, I don't see it. I'll take a guy that played against stiffer competition and threw 40 touchdowns and four picks and can run. But that's me. Hey, we'll come back. Oh, by the way, one last nugget on the Falcons. Congratulations. The most important position on the field. Some say quarterback. We all know it's long snapper. Uh, from Ohio State, Liam McCullough signs another deal, another year deal with the Falcons to do the upside-down spiral. It's a skill. I can do it. Never got the uniform dirty. We'll come back. Hey, big news in college football. NCAA, some say they're asking for it, and they're getting it. We'll explain. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Strong Arm Story of the Day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. Hey, man, it is a Dukes and Bell with our man Chris Thomas filling in for Carl today. Spoke a lot about the Falcons. Play more conversation in the 6 o'clock hour with Brian McFadden about the uh, things that maybe the Falcons should explore. He likes uh, one guy, a veteran uh, for quarterback. Might surprise you who that is. That's coming up uh, in about an hour's time, so stay for that. He also doesn't like alcohol. He doesn't. And yeah. we'll tell you why. Yeah, because BMAC, uh, there is a bet that he had to pay off with his buddy. It's one of the best po- – if you love football, it's a very entertaining, loose podcast. There's so many great ones out. There's a million out there, right? But, uh, yeah, all things covered is a lot of fun. And uh, Brian had to pay off a bet about how the Steelers went on a run. And he, doesn't, he literally doesn't drink. Randy Mack talked about it earlier today when I was, we were doing the handoff. And Randy was like, yeah, I was at, uh, at, at Brian's uh, bachelor party. And everyone's getting it in except for Brian, who does not drink. And I said, you know, the old Dean Martin line, which is true, though. He goes, he feels, I feel sorry for people who don't drink. When they wake up in the morning, that's as good as they're going to feel all day. Which is, you know, technically true. But, uh, but if you are being sober, we, we uh, support your sobriety. You just don't understand it. But anyway, uh, getting to the important thing here, Tennessee and the, uh, and the NC2A, and they've been driving the balls to drink. They had that injunction, and at first it kind of looked like some grandstanding, right? Politicians getting involved, the attorney general from Tennessee, also on the other side in Virginia, filed that injunction, and the judge threw it out. But he did say some things in that case, or at least in that court proceeding, that said there still are some arguments that show some merit. Well, this time around, Tennessee gets a big W. Federal court in Tennessee issues broad nationwide injunction prohibiting the NCAA from directly or indirectly enforcing its name, image, likeness, NIL rules. It's basically a huge victory for college football. And now I guess it just gets, they, they'll appeal, they'll keep going. We were talking about this earlier today. It just seemed like the wrong time for the NCAA, Chris, to start trying to act like tough guys and start bullying. Like, I still don't know why Florida State copped a, a deal because uh, still no one down there understands what they did wrong, trying to steal uh, Amarius Mims from Georgia. Uh, but when he was actually declaring, he was considering to declare for the NFL yeah, draft. Yeah, they were hooking him up with a booster or something, right. and that was not allowed. I mean, it yeah. was a whole... So, I mean, why would you do this knowing that there's so many schools, and after years, I've been begging for this as long as I've worked with Carl, let's go create that Super 50. And if you you can still have your your other championships, and you can still do name image likeness for the other schools if they can find a way to do it. But the top forty is still the top four or fifty. The same schools are there. Some schools drift in and drift out. 
But that's always been my point. But getting back to this situation, what do you, where do you think this goes next? Well, I'll tell you what this is, first of all. This is a now-neutered NCAA trying to fit in one last-ditch effort to stomp their foot down. Wrong time for a power play. It is the absolute wrong time for a power play because name, image, and likeness, to use a phrase that you used earlier in the, in the show, you're not putting that toothpaste back in that tube. <laughs> right. So it's already here. So you trying to finagle your way into some facocta reasoning <laughs> why it doesn't belong in this. That's Yiddish for crazy. Yeah, in this particular situation for Tennessee and Virginia and those that were affected, guess what? It's too late. You're about, uh, let's see, what year is it, 2024? Yeah, you're about three or four years too late on this one. Yeah, I mean, you, you, like, you know, I've been, I, I've loathed the NCAA as long as I've been talking sports since 98 here in Atlanta. It just, to me, it just, the, Mark Emmert, who finally walks away, was part of the problem. Sticking your head in the sand before Ed O'Bannon took his court, you know, his court case, you could have simply said, hey, we'll earmark 1% of TV revenue per conference and everybody gets a piece of the action. And players would have walk-around money, and that would probably would have placated people at least for a decade or two. Maybe longer. And then you can get uh, EA Sports, who's now giving guys, what, 600 bucks to have their likeness. And a copy of the video game. So it's $650 you're getting. Seems a bit low. But the idea you could have cashed in on what everyone has, should have have been, I should say, able to cash in on. I used to work with David Pollack. I used to joke around. Imagine if you could have had, uh, you know, five bucks off every 47 jersey people were wearing in Athens. Yeah. Same thing goes for Todd Gurley. You had to go basically sell some, you know, sign some jerseys. And that was... I mean, it's absolutely asinine. Just like we mentioned earlier, uh, who was talking about, oh, Johnny Manziel was on a podcast saying that uh, they should just let Reggie Bush have his Heisman back because nowadays you could buy your parents' house based on what you're making at NIL. You know what the ultimate irony of this situation is, Mike? This is going to expedite the process for the Big Ten and the SEC to come together and say, NCAA, see you later. We're going to do our own damn thing. Right. Guys, it's not that I think some guys out there make this stuff more complicated than it really needs to be. You would have to create your own body, your governing body. Okay, you got Nick Saban. He's been lobbying for this job. I think Nick Saban sees which way the wind is blowing on this. So Saban will be your first czar of football, you know, and then you find somebody else and you wrote whatever you want to do. You want to have a panel of all the big conferences, whatever. You uh, come up with a standardized form for the transfer portal. That's the thing that really needs to be to check. You got to get something where how is a coach supposed to know how he can build if you got a guy who can just leave and walk out? And I get coaches leave all the time, but we still need to standardize the transfer portal. And then as far as name, image, likeness, make it transparent. Everything's out there. Boosters can talk to coaches. Coach, what, there, there, there need be no rules on this. Player's going to get what he gets, and now let's it's a free for all. Come to it. Come to Georgia. Come to Georgia Tech. Here's what you're getting. And whoever facilitates it, and I think that's what was rubbing Florida State fans the wrong way. Who cares how it's facilitated? Let me ask you this. Would you be in favor of, because this would be a simple fix, it would be complicated in terms of the language, but how about a contract? The problem with that is then you get, uh, that's what they tried, was it Dartmouth is trying to do that? Where you get, <laughs> you, then you get unions, and then you can have the college players go on strike, which, yeah, which, right. which kind of freaks a lot of people out, that, that, the, the possibility of that. Yeah, the spirit of, the spirit of that, what mm. I, why I'm suggesting it being that, that would be potentially a way to say you are binded to stay right. at the University well, what, of Georgia. Wasn't that what Chip Kelly was uh, yeah. talking about? He, that was one of the things he brought up, I believe. That oh, was, it was, uh, what's his name? I'm a man, I'm 40. Oh, uh, Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy from Oklahoma State yeah. said that last year, saying, look, at least lock it in. Give me two years, give me three, but at least I can I can move my, forward, my program forward and know what I'm going to be able to work with and who's going to be around. Exactly. Hey, uh, in case you're wondering, from Tom Mars, who's an, uh, this is from Dennis Dodd, who retweeted this, who's a lawyer, says, for those who might wonder, 
what today's federal court ruling in Tennessee says about the likely final outcome of this case. Here's the stats, and this comes from the American Bar Association. It kind of shows the NCAA only has a 16% chance of ever being allowed to enforce its NIL rules. In cases in which the court granted a plaintiff's motion for preliminary injunctive relief, the plaintiff prevailed in 84% of the corresponding final judgments. So it means like back in the day when this thing first dropped about a month ago, there was a Tennessee ball fan going, there you go. And I was like, slow your roll, Charlie. This ain't going, oh, okay, I stand corrected. So Wait I, a minute. I apologize to the guy that I said, go up there looking for a moonshine still in your brain on Rocky Top because we can all thank Tennessee for making this happen. If this continues down this track, which legal experts say it may, may just go, may go down this road. And the NCAA, you can continue to rip off players in March Madness and all the other sports when only friends and family show up. But football will be run by football. If I gave you the rest of the decade or the field, meaning the rest of time, would you say this is implemented, the Super Conference, before the end of the decade or any time after? Because I think I'm going before the end of the decade. I think we're going to see it, yes. I think it won't. Well, Carl and I, I still have our contracts here. I think we'll still see this thing come down. Before you're doing uh, right. rock oldies yeah. and, and. Real time oldies. <laughs> Here's Metallica here in Fort Myers. Yo, I'm bartending the keys. I'll be the bald guy with the ponytail in the back. But anyway, I think we're going to see this thing going down. And I love it. And I've been wanting this forever because, for real quick, an example of, of March Madness. If anybody was at uh, Mercedes-Benz uh, when you had March Madness or the old days of the Georgia Dome, you know what's the funniest thing? When you see black, like, uh, theatrical tape over any logo that is not an official NCAA sponsor. What does that have to do with, what does that have to do with the student-athlete? Oh, that's right, nothing. No. You know, when you see giant black uh, drapes pulled over, uh, if it's not the official this sponsor or that sponsor of the NCAA, nonsense. It's always about the dollars. Players have never gotten their share. And even with what the guys are making today, it's still a drop in the bucket when you compare it to the TV revenue. Yeah, there's there's so many things that can be done. Like, it's not the sexiest option in the world, but let's say the year's 2027 and the Super Conference is about to enter their first season and, you know, Toyota comes to the Big Ten and says, we want to sponsor your jerseys. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pay each student athlete $2,500 a year to put a patch on their jersey. Who says no? Right. That could be the next step. I know that uh, these collectives have started. And if you don't have a collective, I know a guy just hit me up on the text line. Rick says, what does this mean for like a Georgia State or somebody? You're screwed. And I, I, I hate to say it because I know that Georgia State's got so many f- passionate fans and want to see the Panthers continue to you know, build this program. I just thought it was the wrong time to build a football program knowing I've always felt this was an inevitability. It's just amazing how quickly, Chris, as you said, things are starting to happen here. It just seems that you can still have subdivisions with titles and you can have, hey, you know what? There'll be some, some old farts out there. Nah, old school football. The kids don't get paid. Nah. Okay. You go watch that. The, inv- the thing is about that and for all the fans of the teams like maybe even a Georgia Tech or a Georgia State teams that could be on the bubble of not making it into that big, gigantic 50-team playoff situation that we're talking about here, inventory's still going to be needed, Mike. Right. ESPN and the CW, like, all these, you're not, you're, the teams aren't going away. Right. They're just not going to be a part of the big behemoth that right. we're talking about. Football will still, your, your school will still have a TV package. You just It will just obviously be 
tiny in comparison with the big boys because we love football so much. We're gonna we're gonna flog out another uh, spring football league. The Rocks got those in the merger of the two that went uh, last year. People want their football. Uh, thanks to Matt uh, UGA Matt on uh, Twitter says EA Sports uh, realizes they don't have to pay big money to these guys. Someone will create a roster with all the guys who opt out and then share it. I've been playing NCAA 14 with current rosters for years now. It's just a charade to show that they're doing the right thing, quote unquote. Yeah, and at the same time, too, you got to figure. You didn't give the fans something they've loved for over a decade now. Mike, you know what the bottom line is? They're going to eat it up no matter what. I don't care what rosters are available right. or not. I just wish Florida State hadn't cut the deal with the NCAA. But as I said earlier this year on Twitter, there's only so many lawsuits you could have going at one time. And now maybe the ACC is actually going to give FSU a bigger piece of the pie. We'll find out. Clemson, too. Come back. The Braves. There's only one area, maybe two, we're one and a half that the Braves may need improvement on. We're going to get into that. This hour of the show is uh, brought to you guys by All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. We'll talk some Braves. And uh, do you really want to see the twigs and berries when you're out of Truist Park this year? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's time for Around the Yard with your Atlanta Braves on Dukes and Bell. He gets greeted rudely by Ronald Acuna Jr. It is gone. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Been a busy show today, man, on Dukes and Bell with our man Chris Turtle Thomas in for Carl Dukes. We got uh, tickets to see Chris Tucker, the legendary tour, March 14th at the Fox Theater. Those tickets coming up before 6 o'clock, so stay tuned. Uh, plenty more on the Falcons and what should uh, the plan be for QB. Bryant McFadden coming up at 620 with his tank on that. Chris, uh, you and I were kicking this around earlier. Other than maybe the fifth starter, the only concern you have for the Braves is what? Well, two, but I want to specifically highlight one. I don't like the idea of bringing in Jared Kelnick, who's completely unproven, Mm. to be your everyday starter in left field. I think you could have done a little bit better there. I think if he started on the bench with the high upside, you get him some at-bats, but different story for a different day. I want to highlight the bench because I'm going to read a couple of names to you, and uh, I don't exactly think you'll be inspired when you hear these names. Luis Guillorme, a send-off from the division rival Mets, who is an infielder that can't hit. David Fletcher. 
Who? Completely unknown infielder. Has some potential, but unproven in the MLB. Forrest Wall. Who? Yeah, a guy that's a speedy fifth outfielder. Oh, that Forrest, that was, a, that was a nice story last yeah, year, but the guy can, that's super fast from the minors. He can come in, but right. he's not exactly a everyday replacement gotcha. level player. And then Eli... You're White, pooping on the feel-good story. Yeah, and then he's... Uh, the final guy is Eli White that will be battling Ooh. with Forrest Wall for that spot. And then Travis Darno technically, but he's going to DH and catch. Right. I don't really count him as no. part of that mix. Yeah, Travis is clutch. I, it was funny because we looked it up earlier, and I first thing I said to Chris is I said, did anybody ever sign Eddie Rosario? And he's not. And and then I mentioned Eddie Rosario on Twitter today, and then a guy came back and said, what about Adam Duvall? And I, funny because we just talked about can Kelnick be Adam Duvall, bat 220 and hit 30 home runs? That would be nice, you know, because nowadays it's OPS. It's all about, you know, strikes, walks, you know, not, not strikes, but not striking out, but home runs, getting on base. And, uh, you know, the average, like, it meant so much for my generation. It doesn't mean jack these days. But getting back to the bench, yeah, why, what's the problem with calling Rosario? Because he's sitting, here it is, it's almost March 1st. He didn't have a job in Major League Baseball. 21 home runs, 70 RBIs off the bench, and whatever, he is, whatever his role was last year. You want to know what my concern is, Mike? Money. My concern is they're telling Double A, you're done. Yeah, and I know that, see, this is where we have guys, our full, the full spectrum of Braves fans, People that, you know, it doesn't mean that you're cynical. It just means that, you know, you, you look at the real world and say, yeah, they probably capped what he's going to be able to spend right this year. Now, Alex will come on the air and he will say, no, there's no restrictions. I can do what I want. We never go for the big money pitching. We went and got Chris Sale. We're hoping, knock whatever this is, would that he's going to, you know, have a, a great uh, start to his Braves career. He finished pretty strong last year, but he's been so unhealthy. Um, 2018. Kelly, yeah, that's long time ago, man. We just don't spend that money. We, for whatever the Braves have accomplished, and look, getting great contracts, locking up one through nine, tremendous uh, scouting. You know, the, from Money Harris to Acuna to Albies, the whole shebang. But they just have a problem with spending big money on the front line starting pitching. Now that doesn't help you when you can't hit against the Phillies, but it doesn't help when Bryce Elder's got to go up in a must-win situation and get basically like softball game shellacked. So. I was hoping they'd go do more, big more, more money, big pitching. They didn't do it. So you're hoping Sale gets it together. So the bench, spend some money. Adam Duvall would be out there. Rosario, they fit what you've done over the years. But it's not a concern just yet. As you said earlier, it's not a concern until it is a concern, which means maybe the deadline. But yeah, I just thought, you know, you had guys that have been in the system. They've been here and they work and they plug into left field. This is the bigger picture, right, Mike? Because this is sort of what we're all tap dancing around. You're in a World Series or bus window. Your players are literally coming out and saying it the first day that they're there at spring training complex. So what does that mean? When I look and evaluate this roster, can you sufficiently say that everything was done, needed, to fulfill a World Series championship roster? And to me, Mike, the answer is no. Nope. Now, Aaron Nola, they said they were in for. They were trying to make the – and Philly just came – it's crap. Pushed all the chips in. or I should say poker game. They came over the top. And they were able to link uh, and, and get Aaron uh, Nola in. There were other names that were out there. I mean, still there were, are. And we give the listeners a couple of guys. Yeah, Jordan Montgomery and Blake Snell. Now, Blake Snell, I don't think is as realistic as Jordan Montgomery because he wants a big money deal. He's a Scott Boris guy. But guys, we're you know a couple of weeks. Tick tock, tick tock. Right. Maybe these guys would settle on a one year prove it deal to come to Atlanta. Jordan Montgomery, Mike. I'm telling you, I said mm. this the other day. You plug him in that number four spot, he's the best four starter in baseball. Charlie Morton is the 15th highest paid pitcher, starting pitcher in the big leagues, and Chris Sale is the 25th uh, highest paid. Now, I know that we were never, ever going to be considered for Otani, and I didn't want to mess with uh, Scherzer because of the age concerns last year, but 
you would have liked to see them maybe find a happy medium between where the 15th and 25th is and where the top five is. Yeah, and but the, they don't. But they just don't. And they're not going to pay Max Fried when his contract finally comes. Oh, I hope they do, man. I hope they've learned from. You know, you can't say it's a mistake, ironically, because Matt Olson worked out so well. But is Orlando Garcia your long-term shortstop of the future? I don't think so. Eventually, you're going to need to replace him, too. And Max Fried has meant so much to this franchise. And I think it's a little bit different with a pitcher than an everyday player. Right. He hasn't proven himself to be somebody that gets – I know he was injured a little bit last year, but he's been pretty durable throughout his career. If you're not going to pay him, what's going to – and then, Mike, and then – What's going to happen when Ronnie eventually does want that new deal, huh? I think there's two ways to handle the Ronald Lacuna, which is to give him a, a new contract, and the second would be to ignore it and hope it goes away. That's generally, I think, how they, yeah. I, I, that's how I would have approached it if this was, like I say, a homework assignment when I was in seventh grade. I think we're just supposed to ignore that and maybe ditch did class your, that did day. Your, Ike ate your homework? <laughs> yes. So, yeah, they're going to, at some point, have to come up with a new formula. For Ronald, it was, and for guys who missed it, he never demanded money. It was just kind of a miscommunication as he's, you know, working to make his uh, his second language more understandable. But he will eventually, Mike. Yeah. That's okay. the thing. And the guy that I'm still wondering about is, what does Ozzy say? Where's my agent? Come here. Pow! Yeah. I mean, because he's woefully underpaid. But that's brilliance from Alex Anthopoulos, as we said, to get all these guys locked in. The Austin Riley contract, the Matt Olson contract, you know, Money Harris, which seemed crazy to some at first. But so you got all that, but for whatever reason, with a window, and I said this yesterday when we were doing the show at Hooters in Douglasville, and, and you're echoing the sentiments. Why are why are there half measures with starting pitching when you've got the team on the field? This is this and you is gotta your find time. a way. Right. You got this This is your time. Are, are we gonna slip and I brought this up yesterday, slip back into that post, you know, 95 World Series where you're so close. but And back then you had the great pitching. That just was a number of circumstances that didn't play. Now you can simply say, we need more pitching. We need better pitching. We've needed more pitching needed the past pitch. two years. Yeah, everybody focuses on basically coming up snake guys against the Phillies. Last year you went in with two and a half starters. Strider, you knew he was on a pitch, he was on a pitch count in a playoff game. And, and this last year, I mentioned it, Bryce Elder was in over his head in that big moment. Now he had more experience under his belt. Two years in a row, you had guys going to the postseason that had never pitched that far in baseball. And that's the good news is you got young pitchers coming up in the system, but for whatever reason, they have some reluctance to go after the big fish, the big, the big name free agent, uh, the big guy that. And I know Carl's brought this up, and he, I believe Carl mentioned this yesterday. They don't want to deal with Scott Boris clients because you know they always have the no trade clause, and it just gives them a lack of flexibility. Well, you know what? Sorry, Mike. Too bad. You want to win another <laughs> World Series? You want to win another World right. Series? I mean, why are we here? Like, why are we here? Why are we going to Truist Park, spending all the money on the hats and the burgers and the parking and the bad? and everything else unless we're trying to win another World Series. That's exactly what I'm saying because you know what? Sooner or later, those years are going to tick, tick, tick right on by. You want another NLDS exit, NLDS exit, NLCS exit. You know what? Eventually, Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to be on the other side of 30. Eventually, Ozzie Albies is going to be on the other side of 30. And what are you going to have to show for it? These are the years. You already wasted the past two seasons. You're going to waste another one this year? I'm with you. No, I mean, guys, th this is an argument. I've been saying this on blue in the face, and it's nice because you know, I know Carl agrees with me on this, but Chris is bringing it home, and it's just why are we here? What are we trying to do? We can all agree we've got one of the great – we've got the best lineup in baseball. The only team with better odds to win the Super Bowl in Vegas was the Dodgers, and that's because it's close to the West Coast and there's more money on L.A. We've got everything. But why do we skimp? Why do we cut corn? Why are we talking to Chris Sale? And, look, I hope Chris Sale, you know, finds that stuff. He's got some edge, and he's definitely a guy. He's a money pitcher in a postseason game if we get there. But it's just – if you're not asking these questions as a Braves fan, I don't know what kind of fan you are. If you if, – if Chris Sale, or I say he should be, rather, 
the sprinkle on top of the ice cream sundae, not one of the scoops of ice cream. That's what they're making him out to be, a key cog in this rotation this year. And if you're counting on that, listen, Chris Sale hasn't thrown more than 150 innings since when? Right. Well, here's uh, an interesting take from a Braves fan. This is, I love his, uh, his Twitter handle, Body by Popeyes. <laughs> he says, That's uh, my, great. He goes, my feeling is Alex Anthopoulos didn't want to spend big on a frontline starter this year because he knows he wants to re-sign Max Freed and also reserving money to potentially extend Ronnie. That could be part of it. But, guys, we're no longer the 15th largest market in America. We're not, I mean, we're, this is a top seven, top six market in the country. The Braves are printing money. With the battery. I mean, they've they spun it off from Liberty. It's its own entity. It's time to be swinging for the fences and making big money moves. And I think that, you know, Alex, when you consider that at times he's got one arm tied behind his back with some of these things. Now, the contracts do now kick in where we are top six in payroll. But I don't think, does a fan care? No. We're here to, that's the price of doing business. Okay, everyone, if you're a nerd, sorry, and you love analytics, sorry, and you love the Tampa Bay Rays, what have they won? Nothing. Correct. They made it to a World Series. Right. Didn't win it. Billy Bean still hasn't won Jack. You can make all the movies in the world with Brad Pitt. Oh, talk about that mess. That's I mean, a whole yeah. different situation. But I mean, that's why if you're here, now you're in that rarefied air. You need to be up there with, like, the Yankees and the Sox and the Phillies and the Mets, all that stuff. And who cares? Guys, well, look what happened to the Mets. I don't care. I'm talking about the Atlanta Braves. Here's the problem. And, and, by, and the one thing, it always drove me nuts, and I think your experience is now, you've been, how many years now here? Three. Is this is the one city where the fans root for the the, the corporation and not the team. <laughs> I've never seen anything like. Well, that's that's good business sense. What? What? Yeah. What? What is that? Because here's the here's what? what the Braves want to do. They want to say, okay, Charlie Morton's uh, going to retire at the end of the season. We'll take his twenty million dollars off the books and pay AJ Smith Shawver three million dollars to be our fifth starter instead of saying we're going to bring in Jordan Montgomery this season and have the best rotation in baseball. Right. That's what they want to do. And that's, and that's all we said earlier this year in the offseason. We kind of got into it last, uh, last show down at Hooters. By the way, thanks to everybody who showed up at Hooters and Douglasville. Great time. This hour of Dukes and Bell is brought to you by All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. Chris Thomas is in. Guy just asked me, who's that guy working with you? Yes, he made the clown emoji, Chris. So I guess he's one of those Braves fans who disagrees with how they're spending the money as far as starting pitching. See, now you're getting to be an on-air talent. Now people can make fun of you on social media. Welcome to the club. Let the hate flow through you. Someone said you're uh, in the pessimist mode like John Freaky. You're a young John Freaky, somebody said on the text line. Oh, Now I need a shower. <laughs> oh, man. Well, come back. Final hour of the show. Brian McFadden, what the Falcons will be doing at quarterback. If you missed it earlier, interesting news in Tennessee's battle and all of college football's battle with the NCAA. It's all on the way. Right now, though, I got some tickets to give to you to go see Chris Tucker. The legendary tour coming to the Fox Theater. It's Thursday, March 14th. And, guys, tickets are on sale right now at foxtheater.org, or as Carl would say, theater.org. Uh, be on the lookout, guys, and uh, ready? Want to do it now? Let's do it. Let's do it. Caller number 7, 404-726-0929. Caller number 7, go see our buddy Chris Tucker at the Fox. We'll come back, give you the top three. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 